Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you still consider her a sister wife? No, because when you're a sister wife, it's because you're married to the same man, and I am a single woman. Are you less lonely out in Parowin? Yeah. You have a bigger support system there? Yeah. My best friend, Jen, is, is the one person in the past decade that I have trusted more than anybody else. You're admitting you don't trust your sister wives. Help me understand that. Because I know she has my back. I know that whatever I want, she will support me in. I know she doesn't go out talking trash about me. Why don't you feel that way about your sister wives then? They don't have my back. Robin has oh, your back. Oh, by the way, I don't have sister wives. <laughs> episode of everyone's business but mine with me Kara Berry our sister wives edition we have to talk about part three of our tell-all this, this I think is a better tell-all than we've had in several seasons and I'm happy about it I really am so let's get into it so it begins with Suki showing everybody the scene where Mary and Cody break up and when the camera pans over to Robin you would have thought that Christine was in like a watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie like she was like excuse me Robin was there <laughs> so then when Suki asked Christine what her thoughts are she's like my thoughts are why is Robin there what's up with that conversation so Cody promised Robin that he would leave if he didn't feel love for her but yet he's been calling Mary pathetic for years and letting her hang on and then he said he doesn't want to be married to her anymore. And he didn't say that to her face. 
that's got to be the most humiliating, terrible thing to live through. So then we get to Mary. And Zuki tries to clarify to Mary that... Wants Mary, rather, to clarify that she wanted to hear about the breakup from Cody directly. And Mary's like, well, I just wasn't going to guess or assume. Like, I deserve to have a conversation and to be told. And if he wasn't the kind of man to do that, like, I don't even know. He should have been the kind of man to do that. To have that conversation and be open and honest with me instead of telling everybody else but me. Girl, I don't know. I mean, thank you to Suki for gently trying to be like, okay, Mary, but... Like, on the flip side, don't you think that maybe he's been telling you all along? (laughs) And Mary has to be like, well, that was a really low, uncool way to do that, if that's what he's doing. It is what he's doing, girl. So Suki presses her more and is like, well, I'm just saying that there's been a lot of inaction on Cody's part with regard to you. And Mary finally, finally has to say and agree, say, like, I agree with you. I do feel that way, but I have a commitment that I hold dear, but he doesn't. He only does what Robin wants. And all Suki can say is, okay. (laughs) Because at this point, the writing was on the wall. And I I understand that you wanted to have that one-on-one. He's saying directly to you, Mary, I no longer want to be married to you. And please leave. I know that you feel like you deserve that, and you do, but here's the thing, leading your own self along for the better part of a decade, because he won't tell you a single conversation, but he's been very clear in his words, at least to us, the world, and his actions, definitely towards you, I I don't know if you really want to hang your hat on that girl, you know? There are some times where you're just going to have to take the L in life. And sometimes you're just going to have to not have that closure that you feel like you're owed. It's It be like that sometimes, girl. It's certainly not worth hanging on as long as you have. For the hope that maybe that would happen. And even did it happen in that scene um, uh, uh, at the Coyote Pass? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not actually sure. I'm not actually sure. (sighs) For her to say that the only thing that she has to base Cody not wanting to be in a relationship with her was the fact that he, like, said what he said to Robin about, if I ever fall out of love to you, don't string me along. So, (laughs) that's the only thing you have to base it off of? Ma'am, see, this is where I'm off the boat. I'm off the boat. Okay, you're gonna have to paddle yourself, self girl, because I can't do it. So then Suki asks Cody if he had that same agreement with Mary, the same one that he has with Robin. And he's like, uh, no, I just remember after Robin and I had that agreement, then I went to the other wives and I said, you know, if I had a disagreement with Robin, this is what was going to happen. So, and they even got frustrated with me saying like, if I was saying, you know, if anybody wants to leave, they can go. And that even made Mary mad. Cody, what are you talking about? (laughs) It sounds like you and Robin held hands and looked in each other's faces and were like, if I don't love you, I will let you go. 
and then you guys broke the hand holding that you were doing and then you told the other wives well if you guys want to go then like that's fine which is not the same thing that you said to robin at all so well gee i wonder why that made mary mad i wonder why that upset the other wives you just randomly being like if you guys want to leave like you you can if you wanted to like you really could out of nowhere <laughs> gee did that upset them that's really shocking cody jeez so Suki then asks Janelle what she thinks about that whole picnic table scene. Janelle rolls her eyes and says, I don't get why she, being Mary, I don't get why she feels like she always has the need to have somebody there when she's communicating with her husband. Like, that should be a red flag to her. So then we go back to Cody, and Suki finally asks Cody, did you ever straight up tell Mary that it wasn't going to work? And he's like, yeah, well, wait. We won't get deep into it because I don't want her reacting in a crazy way. I'm not ripping off a Band-Aid, but I know where we're at and I've made that clear to her. Now, everybody has been pretty clear, save for like Robin, I guess, about Mary's um, ways. But I just feel like things have really escalated with Cody and the way he speaks about Mary. And it feels like... On the other side of that camera, Mary's got like a blowtorch. Not a blowtorch, like a blowgun. So she's just ready. Like if Cody says the wrong, one wrong move, and I'm, and it's going right in your neck, sir. And I'm going to drag you off this set. And whatever happens, happens. Like he honestly, like, do you have a bomb strapped to you? One wrong move, and you're just going to be a pile of pecs and abs and stringy blonde tendrils. Like what's going on here? <laughs> like, the more he brings this up, the more he talks about it this way, it makes me feel like he knows damn well that he did this woman dirty, 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 okay? And he does not want to say anything because it's going right to that ghostwriter. He saw that photo shoot just like we all did with Mary um, peering over a, some sort of leather-bound journal in a threat of a memoir. <laughs> and I think he's like, I think... And maybe his, his translator, his whisperer, maybe told him, shut the fuck up about Mary. Because she's in a place where she's really going to let the chopper spray. So be nice to her for once. So we can get out of this as cleanly as possible. Then Cody says, I think Robin and I are giving her different messages. You know, we're not on the same page with this. Like, she's saying, hang on, hang on. And to me, like, telling me to reconcile with Mary. And I'm looking at her like, you're not going to get me to do this. <laughs> Jesus. So then Suki brings up the optics of Robin, um, ironically, being the only person to cry during that picnic table scene. And Cody says, well, Robin is Mary's advocate. And she always has been. So kudos to Robin. And kudos to Mary, because she did good by her. No, she didn't. She did her dead-ass wrong. Kudos. And kudos to you, Mary, for what? Believing the wife that you actually love and trying to stay in the situation that you knew you didn't want to be in ever, ever, ever again. Kudos to you, girls. Salute. Salute. Sound off. So then Suki asked Mary yet again, Mary, are you sure you didn't have 
any idea about Cody's feelings for you. Are you positive? And Mary's like, well, listen, we have had multiple conversations since their official breakup or since what Mary considers their official breakup. And Cody has said to her in passing, I felt like I should have done this a long time ago. And her response is, well, maybe you could have told me about that earlier. So I wasn't waiting all this time for you to get your head out of your butt. (laughs) You know, Mary's upset. She gets that real hard T. She was hitting the real hard. Get your head out of your butt. And I've been patient because of my values and my heart and my commitment are such. They're important to me. And that's why I was still holding on. I was guessing and like hoping hope that he had not emotionally let go of me. And looking back on it, there was, he, he had let go of me emotionally a long time ago. And he's telling me about he and Robin's sacred covenant. And I'm like, why did you not respect me enough as a human being? Like, I understand you don't view me as a wife. Nothing about that covenant has um, happened to break that for me. But at least have enough respect for me as a human being to tell me to my face. And he didn't. And again, it's like, I hear you, but I think we're all in one of those, like, if you've been in enough relationships, there's always going to be that one where you're like, I wish I had said that thing, or I wish we could have had that conversation, or I wish he or she or they had said something to me, or, you know, said they were sorry. And that's, you know, that's the thing about a breakup is that you're not getting what you want, usually. So you should lean into that and just move on move on. So, oh, by the way, um, some, a couple pictures came across my desk, a few pictures, actually, some pictures of Mary linked up with the man, arm, arms linked, head on his shoulder. So she seems happy, you know, at a restaurant giggling. And then I saw another picture of Cody, uh, coming out of grocery shopping with quite a bunch of uh multi-packs of booze there was a good a good chunk of angry orchards and i couldn't figure out what the other boxes were i think that they may have been white claws and listen i don't this is gonna I, i was about to say something real hot it would just not surprise me that um just Cody and Robin are just pounding angry orchards all day. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't even realize that there was an alcohol content in that. They're just like, oh, this is like apple juice, but for adults. It's like Martinelli's. <laughs> in my mind, Robin has no idea about the, like, uh, the alternative alcohol beverages that have waved in the past five years. So they're just pounded seltzer seltzer thinking it's like a like a celsius and it actually has like a 4.2 alcohol content it, things are getting real squirrely in that house and honestly the the art makes a lot more sense if you look through it through the lens of people who probably are unknowing just sucking down angry orchards thinking there is no alcohol content in one whatsoever it makes a lot more sense the rings the jewelry no wonder no wonder <laughs> anyway um, Suki reminds Cody that, you know, he and Mary took their covenant about 30 years ago and they, Mary, Mary at least took that covenant very seriously. And Cody's like, yeah, but that covenant doesn't include the dissolution of my soul or of my personality. That relationship does not work in a marriage for me. It's that simple. I don't care about the covenant. 
And if you can't get through that, then it's broken. It's about this relationship cannot work. Those people who are in relationships that cannot work, that are stuck in them because of their faith and religion, end up in a life of unhappy solitude. And the person is right next to them. And I'm not going to discuss it further because I love Mary. No, you don't. (laughs) And I want her to have the best life she can. No, also a lie. I'm not going to do what's been done to me by trash talking Mary and making her seem small so that they can feel better about how badly they've treated me, Christine. Okay. Isn't it funny that while he was like fully trying to make both Janelle and Christine commit to a life of unhappy solitude, what was it? A sacred loneliness. He was fully fine with them doing it, but he cares so little about Mary. He just gets to pull the, I don't care card for myself. Well, the covenant doesn't matter because I don't care. (laughs) Damn. Damn. That's really harsh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So then we get back to Mary. And then she finally admits that in the several years that she was sitting around waiting for Cody, she was giving him grace and just hoping that he would come back around to himself. Which leads us to the Cody's unhappy segment. We have to watch all of his lowlights and all the wives saying that Cody used to be this sparkling little butterfly back in the day. And now he's just completely had the joy sucked out of him. Mary says that that's really sad for her, but she hopes that someday Cody can find some joy because it doesn't seem like he has any, you know. If you watch back during this segment while they're playing the clips of Cody, just circling the drain of unhappiness every single wife's mouth forms this perfect upside down smile like the perfect 180 degrees like frown like cartoonish peanuts like charlie brown style upside down smile (laughs) every one of them the end of the clip is cody talking about how he's in the deepest temptations he's had in his whole life which is just to sit down and stop trying to be good. And that's happening to him right now. And then Cody says, it's devastating because I just work so hard to do what was right. And when you feel like you failed. And then he says, I don't want Robin to see this. And I don't want her to know how dark I've gotten. And then Robin says, Cody's not a bad or selfish person. He's just in pain. And then Cody talks again about wanting to change and just disappear and be somebody else because he hates his life right now. So Suki asked Mary if she can help her unpack why Cody might be feeling this way. Girl, you know she does not know the answer to that. She don't talk to that man. And has not in years. I don't know. (laughs) He barely answers my calls, Suki. And so Suki asks, well, does it concern you when you hear Cody talk this way? And Mary says, not anymore. And then like a hush befalls Suki. Like she was like, wow, that's really harsh, Mary. Like, don't, I don't understand. Ultimately, don't you want Cody to be happy? And Mary says, yeah, of course. Like, I want him to be happy. I hope he can, but it can't affect me anymore. He's made it very clear to me that he is not interested in having any part of me. He's actually used the words, Your life is not one that I want to insert myself into. So I really have to step back and figure out me and where I am and move forward and not let Cody's emotions or thoughts or issues affect me at all. And now this is what we're talking about, girl. Jigri. 
touch and agree. Then the Cody Whisperer comes chugging back along with her neck to translate what Cody's been doing. And according to her, Cody's just been self-sabotaging because he's angry. And then she starts to try to cry. And Robin says, he's been trying to sabotage her, her relationship and I have to stop him all the time. And Suki says, how, what is he doing? Um, he, he picks fights with me. <sighs> Over what, Robin? Dumb things. We're just in different places about the bomb that went off in our family. I'm in a major place of mourning, and he's angry. And she's dabbing those fake tears with her horse ring that she got matching with her husband on one hand, and the new engagement ring that he got her on the other. But I'm sorry, keep going about how badly this is hurting you. So Cody then fully admits to sabotaging his relationship with Robin, because he has some weirdo double cuck fantasy where he leaves Robin finds a new bitch or excuse me another lover as he puts it and then tells that new lover I don't love you because I'm in love with the woman I left because I was too much of a piece of shit to manage the relationship and when you get embarrassed you get self-deprecating and these are my demons and I felt like doing something destructive Christine's leaving And I'm just angry, so a lot of dark winds were going through me. A lot of devil. A lot of temptation. So I felt like, you know, there was a lot of anger, and and anger's a turn-off because it's scary. And the dumb thing is that I shared that with Robin because I'm so honest. (laughs) And that was heartbreaking for her. That was something in a man's mind that should never be expressed. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Honestly, Cody thinks of himself as the Dark Knight. Like, in his mind, I think he's wearing a cape. I think he's got that Batman mask that just, like, covers the eyes. And he goes over to Robin, and he, like, leans over her like a gargoyle on a building. He's like, Robin, here are my deepest, darkest thoughts. I'm gonna leave you and find another woman. And, and have a relationship with her, but then tell her that I actually don't love her, that I love somebody else. Like, have you ever heard of a double cucking? You're cucking yourself and this other woman. No, Robin, really. You're cucking Robin by being with somebody else and then also cucking the other woman by saying that you don't love her, you love somebody else. You're emotionally cucking your new lover and... Also emotionally cucking Robin. 
And I feel like there's some cuckoldry in this for yourself because you're like punishing yourself and, and doing the thing that you don't actually want to do. So like a triple cuck. I don't even know if that's like legal. You know, like there are some moves in gymnastics that aren't even legal to do on the floor. Like this feels like an illegal move that Cody has done. Like he's like Simone Biles. <laughs> he came up with a new move. They can't even regulate that in the system. So then we get back to Suki asking Robin, what do you mean when you said that Cody is now suspicious? And she's like, well, he's suspicious about women in general. You know, when you go through a divorce, you're afraid, like, as a woman, that the guy's going to be just, like, the guy that you divorced. And, you know, like, he's probably not going to pay your Victoria's Secret outstanding balance. You think you get scared like that, you know? And so he's going into this, going it through this I'm suspicious of women thing, and I'm constantly trying to get him to remember that not all women are bad. And I told him, I feel like you're lining up all the women in your life, and I'm there with them. And you're just like, and that's not fair because just because you're having issues with other women doesn't mean we're all bad. This man sounds like a real loser. Do you still want to be in a relationship with him? <laughs> Suki, you should ask Robin, how does this affect the relationship for your end? Like, okay, he's showing you his dark side, exposing his underbelly. Does this make you want to leave? million dollar question so then Suki asked Janelle about like this narrative that kind of shifted to all the other wives bullying Robin Janelle's like I never bullied her but it was like Cody had this paragon of a wife in Robin who does everything right and so if you had any disagreement with her or with him or you had a different opinion and that you expressed it you were all of a sudden you were safe or you were a bully you weren't safe or you were a bully. And as a wife, I should be able to say to Cody that we're having a problem. But that conversation was never open. I couldn't say anything against Robin. And then, you know, COVID comes in and all of a sudden it becomes very off limits to say anything bad about Robin. So Suki then asks Cody if in hindsight, maybe he would have been more equitable with his time with the wives. And he goes, no, I was. See, that's where the lie is. Like, I had my children complaining that I was always at Robin's house. Like, Robin was to blame for everything. And that's something that has drawn the wrath of, like, the tabloids or sister wives. And it's gotten to the point where she's getting blamed for all the shit I did or the shit I didn't manage. Okay, now you just said the lie is that you were at the house is more than you were but now you're saying that Robin's getting blamed for the bad things that you did but you just said that you didn't do those things if you just want to go back like three sentences you said that's a lie I was there at the houses but now Robin's getting blamed for the bad things I did including not being there at the houses oops told on yourself oops uh uh-oh oopsie uh uh-oh Cody (laughs) and then Cody really gets crazy because he tells Suki that basically He's gotten to the point where if anybody had a complaint about Robin, he'd be like, shut up, punch you in the mouth. I'm getting sick of the complaints because it was obvious to me that Robin had done nothing but be compliant. (laughs) Loaded term. Loaded term. So then we get to another, like, whether or not things were good with Robin and Christine, if anything could have been rectified whatsoever. 
And Christine says, look, I have looked back and dissected my relationship with her. And I can remember a few times where the conversations I had with her, where like, maybe I guess I could have been maybe more aggressive, but we talked about it and we worked out. Like one time I offended her and she had come over to my house. We talked it out for a while and I thought we were fine after that. And then I heard about it again and again and again, but I thought it was over. So Suki asks what that thing was. And Christine's like, it's so stupid. Like, it's a stupid personality test. And I fell into it because I was fascinated with the different kind of personalities we all have. So I was talking to her about hers and instantly I felt tension. And I felt like, what did I say? So Suki's like, well, what did you say, Christine? And Christine says, well, Robin's personality type loves drama and they love talking about it to other people so that other people can feel how they feel. But on the flip side, they love listening to everybody's drama. That's what they do. They live for that connection. They connect with people over drama. And that's what she got mad at. She thought I was calling her dramatic. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) Suki asked Janelle about the personality test and... Janelle laughed in a way where I know that this has come up in conversation with Christine recently, but she was really trying to keep it cute. And she's like, yeah, you know, I do remember taking it. I don't remember what everybody's result was, but mine was like the diplomat or peacemaker or something. But I, I do remember taking it. So then Suki asks Mary and she says that she does not remember. Well, she does remember taking it. She does remember the vague results and she remembers agreeing with it but she doesn't remember like the details around it she says but obviously it was forgettable for me because I don't remember anybody else's so then Suki asks well do you feel like the other sister wives were described accurately do you remember that and she's like yeah I do think it was fairly accurate and then Suki asks Robin who's very quick to go into sicko mode um I never took it I do remember that, but I never took it. Zuki's like, really? And Robin's like, yeah, some of us took it. I just never did. And so then Suki has to be like, huh, well, Christine mentioned that you guys took it and you talk about like archetypes and archetypes and who you are. And Robin goes, oh, maybe I did. And Suki goes, yeah, you said that you were somebody who likes drama or you were, and you were really upset about it and it created this tension with the two of you. And so Robin goes, I don't have any memory of this. And I don't, if I was, hmm, that's interesting. No, I don't remember taking it. I, I never filled out any questionnaires. <laughs> so if somebody was coming up with my personality type, Then they were taking that test for me and making the choices for me and going, oh, well, I think this is who you are. And if somebody's doing that, then that means, like, Christine doesn't know me very well. She didn't take the time to know me that well. So, Robin, I think maybe you need to get your head checked, babe. You don't remember taking this test. You're adamant that you did not take the test. But what you are sure of, you didn't even remember this a couple seconds ago. You don't know what she's talking about. You definitely didn't take the test to, oh, maybe I did take it to, well, if it was taken, somebody did it for me. I didn't fill out any questionnaires and they were just trying to pinhole me into a drama, Christine. 
I, I definitely don't remember taking it, but if I did, Christina's the one who, who did the test for me and, and called me dramatic. That's what I definitely remember that part. <laughs> okay. That makes sense, Robin. Sure. So then Suki asks Christine if she could name a reason why she doesn't get along with Robin. And she says, I don't trust her. I think she says one thing and she does another. How can you say you want the whole family picture, but then do all these separate things with Cody? You want the whole big picture, but he's over at your house all the time. So Suki's like, okay, well, yeah. How do you have a relationship with that? She's like, I won't. But then she says she's not going to blame Robin for everything falling apart. Like she says, I think we all did contribute to that, but I'm not going to be her friend. (laughs) Just to make it clear. Now, all of them, well, not really all of them, but Christine, Robin, and Cody all use this language around safety and with regard to their relationships and whether or not they can continue in their relationships. But I will say that the only person who actually is like goes further to explain why she feels unsafe is Christine. Like they, the other two, just use it to be like, well, that's just a statement and and we're just going to say that. And that kind of like absolves me of having to explain. But Christine is the one who says, this is why, because she talks out of both sides of that very thin lipped mouth of hers. And I don't know where to land with that. So thank you for explaining. And then Mary talks about how she's working to navigate her relationship with Robin because things are different now because now she's going to have to be friends with her ex-husband's wife and emotionally she's not really there to receive that. And then she says she doesn't consider Robin a sister wife because when you're a sister wife, it's because you're married to the same man, but she is a single woman. And then we talk about life in Parowan. And Suki's like, are you less lonely there? (laughs) She says, yeah, because of Jen. Jen is my best friend. She's one person in the past decade who I've trusted more than anybody else. I know she has my back. And I know she doesn't go out trash talking me. So then Suki says, well, why don't you feel that way about your other sister wives? And Mary says, they don't have my back. But by the way, I don't have sister wives. Just FYI. (laughs) She thought she ate that. Robin, she does say that Robin does have her back, though. And Suki says, but do you not trust Robin implicitly? Mary says, no. Why is that, Mary? Oh, well, during the catfishing situation, Robin had a friend at the time who kind of, like, inserted herself. I I was a little bit confused about what she was saying. It sounds like this person got in touch with the catfish and, like, kind of befriended them. And... Basically, that friend would run to Robin and Cody, tell them that Mary was out having an affair. But when Robin confronted Mary about it, Mary's like, I've never even met this person. So I was a little bit confused. Like, was this person always also trying to act like a catfish towards Mary and then and then be like, oh, see, it, it's true. And then Mary was like, I don't know her. Who are you talking about? Oh, Robin's friend. That's weird. That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, Mary does say that the trust has been built back between she and Robin. But then we get to Robin's side of the story. And um, guess who's still afflicted with her sickoness? Her side of the story is that somebody was trying to convince her that there was something going on. And she finally told that person. 
I don't believe you, and unless you have proof, don't talk to me about that anymore. So Suki asked her, okay, well, was there a process of rebuilding trust between you and Mary? No, there wasn't a problem on my end. From my understanding, she was in this weird place because she couldn't talk to anybody, not because of anything I was doing. Like, <laughs> the true twe- Teflon queen has risen. Take take your crown off that, that Cody put on you, Janelle. Slip and slide all over Robin's body. No. No, definitely nothing I was doing. She was just, couldn't talk to anybody. That doesn't sound weird to you, Mary? Robin? Okay. Okay. So then Suki asked Robin if ultimately... Do you think it's a good thing that Mary left? Do you think it's good for Mary that she left? And Robin can't even look at Suki. Like, she actually looks away and is like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes. It's like barely above a whisper. You guys want to guess who started crying? Because Suki referred to Mary as her ex-sister wife. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Suki, you can say that around other people, but don't say that to me. Not to me. And then she says, I'm sorry. And Suki apologizes. And she's like, but I still view all of them as sister wives. Even Janelle. Even Christine. (laughs) I don't know how to let this go. (laughs) And this isn't just me being dramatic. Thank you, Christine. (laughs) It's so horrible to have her say that. And this is how she gets out of answering or taking responsibility for anything. Anything at all. Incredible work. Good good on you, Robin. Good on you. Finally, we get to the tea about the Christmas group chat. Ugh. I wish they had posted screenshots, but it's okay. You know, we can't get all everything. But unlike Mary, I'm not going to hold on to that for 10 years because I didn't explicitly get what I asked for. But anyway, Christine says... So she actually was not even included in the group chat, but she looked through it and was like scrolling through and thought things are getting pretty crazy here. She had no idea that Robin's kids felt the way they did and that that needs to be handled in therapy. So Suki asked, what did they say? And she says, well, they apparently felt separated from the very beginning. If they felt like that, we should have known that. So Robin says that she was being told that the kids... The other kids hated her and her kids. But of course, when she's asked, who told you that? Robin just says, a person. 
And when I was told that, I was trying really hard to get a video call um, up for the sake of the little kids because this is a really memorable experience for some of the kids. And then she starts talking about how like her little kids don't even know everybody's name or they don't maybe know like maybe they know the name Peyton but they can't match it to the face or whatever which is something that you could do in your own time Robin instead of forcing everybody across the country to hop on a zoom call to simply it sounds like just to talk logistics like we're, we're Solomon and Ariola going to sit on that Zoom call and, and listen to you guys talking logistics about how, how it was going to work? That was going to solve everything for them? Do you understand how maybe the world does not exist around Solomon and Ariola for everybody? It's just you and Cody. Maybe that was the issue. <sighs> Dummy, idiot, idiot. So then... And also, who told you? If you if she would re- were to reveal that Cody was the one telling her this this whole time, I would have fell out of my chair. Who who said it? Who said it? So then Robin says she started getting kicked back, and she thought, well, why am I even trying? So Janelle tells us the truth, which is that her kids weren't saying anything else on that group chat other than it's nine o'clock on our side of the country and we can't just hop on a call last minute so can we schedule this for a time that's better for everybody and how it blew up and then robin and her kids started saying that they were always treated badly and robin's kids saying that they were treated so horribly in this family that they don't even want to create families of their own and now everybody else was like whoa how did we go from i don't want to be on a zoom call at 9 p.m to everybody so horrible to us like it just really spiraled so then Robin says that her kids were just trying to express themselves. And the other kids started mocking and being dismissive of them, which, like, please release the screenshots of that. That would really fun- be funny to me. And then they felt ganged up on. So later, Robin's kids came to her and said that they didn't really feel emotionally safe to be part of the gift exchange. So then Christine picks up the end of the story, which is that when the rest of the kids found out that they didn't want to, Robin's kids didn't want to do the gift exchange anymore. They were devastated and didn't know why they couldn't just move past this and be siblings. If that's your main complaint, let's just do it. And like, yeah, maybe things were hard before that, but there was really no real division in the family until that group chat, until that night. Then Janelle says when her kids got the message saying, from Robin, oh, I talked to dad and we're doing things separately. They were all like, you mean our dad? The father of us all. That man. And so Janelle says that Robin carries around some weird paranoia that she was never wanted. But that just isn't true. So we get Robin's opinion about Janelle and Christine not knowing her kids or liking them. And they're feeling a divide or whatever. And she goes, um, that's not necessarily true. I've had to go to Janelle and Christine and say, a child of yours is being hard on a child of mine. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody sneezed in the direction of Brianna and Aurora and it was like, uh, World War Three for you, I'm sure. My kids just really wanted to belong and some of the kids were telling them that they didn't belong and that they weren't part of the family. Which I, I would say, like, to, if we were going to go back to the very beginning, which is probably when this happened, sure. I, I fully believe that that is a possibility. So we get Mary's outlook from that and she says that she feels like some people tried. But there are different ways to blend a family. And many people, 
in the family felt like there weren't a lot of conversations about blending. So that they probably could have done that better as a collective. And Mary says that multiple people in the family have said that blending was forced on them, that they didn't feel like they had an opinion. And you can see that. I think the greatest, uh, if you were curious at all, I have to imagine about who was upset. Just watch the episode where, not even the episode where they announced that she's going to be a real part of the family. Look at the episode where Robin says that she uh, is pregnant with Solomon. And just see the reactions. And you can see maybe who felt like this relationship and this family, additional family, was forced on them. Because they were very different reactions. They were a little bit more excited about her joining the family. But when the kid came into the situation, mm, the faces didn't lie. And I think, if you want to know, just go right back to that scene. And then Chanel says that they did not take the time to listen to their kids. They just kind of told them that they have to be accepting of the other kids. They didn't really take the time to, like, take everybody's temperature on the situation. They're just like, sit down, shut up. The family's blended, and that's it. So then Suki asks Christine if there's any coming back from this situation. And she's like, for me personally, no, no. There's still so much blown out of proportion, outlandish comments that are being made that I'm not interested in fixing anything. With the kids, always. I will always fix things with them. But with Cody and Robin, no. Not yet. I don't trust them right now. And I realize that that would take communication, but the communication would take desire and something that you actually want to do. To be honest with you, I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> She's leaning into the petty and I appreciate it. I do. So then we finally end the episode talking about David from Flash in the Ring, how she met him online her first day on that, on that site. She's like, I'm coming to this know what I'm, knowing what I'm looking for. She sees his picture and thought, I want those eyes to look at me with the look of love for the rest of my life. So they go on their first date. He's saying all the right things. And she's thinking this is maybe a little bit too good to be true. But then he invites her to his birthday party where all his family was going to be there. And she's like, great. I'm going to see how he really is. And she gets there and it's just as great as she imagined. And, you know, fourth date, they're in love. So Suki asked for the difference in her relationship with Cody versus David. And she says, well, the first thing is that I feel so loved. And with that, I have confidence and the freedom to just be myself. And I don't have to do anything to earn his love. I just get it. He gives it to me freely. And I'm like, shout out to you, girl. Like, may we all have that. I, I, may we all. May we all. And I hope you all notice how similar Robin's new ring was to Christine's. Very interesting. I would be curious about the timeline of that. So if anybody at David Yerman or QVC, uh, where Robin clearly got that ring, if you could just send me over the receipt on when, when that was, uh, when that order was shipped, just let me know. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you. Bye.